Welcome to Front Stretch's Stock Car Scoop. I'm Brian Nolan. Every Sunday and now every Friday, I'm joined by Adam Cheek, associate editor and reporter, to preview and recap the latest in the NASCAR Cup Series. Adam, thanks for coming on. And before we start, a very happy birthday to you, young man, 23 years old. I am proud of you, buddy. You've grown so much, and I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday, brother. What's going on, buddy? Uh, well, thank you, first of all. It is, um, whether you want to call it my Jordan year or my LeBron year, I love both of them. Why not so, both? Why not both? Yeah, both of them. Exactly. My, my, no, but yes, it's. Um, it feels weird to have another COVID birthday, but uh, hopefully getting vaccinated soon. So, yeah, it's an exciting time. I love it. I get vaccinated on your birthday. It's the perfect birthday present for you, buddy. Hey, yeah, I love it. Yeah. And you know what? The perf- I know it wasn't a birthday present, but it was a very nice present. That being for Joseph Logano. For the first time in 50 years, Adam, they went dirt track racing. And, well, it took a little bit over 24 hours longer than what people expected due to rain on Sunday at Bristol. But Monday afternoon, the Cup Series took to the Bristol dirt track, and it was Joey Logano getting the victory. Adam, not going to lie, there's multiple obstacles throughout the weekend, including reduced visibility through the race to the point where they need to have the research be single file. Now, when you're looking back at the entire weekend overall, was the inaugural dirt race at Bristol a success? Well, first of all, I think it was kind of an early birthday present a little bit, getting to see these trucks and cars race on the dirt. It was so much fun. uh, And, uh, you know, just a day before my birthday. But I think there's certainly some logistical issues to be worked out on some level. We know that they're going to be back in 2022. Bristol announced that during the race. Um, But I think the racing was really exciting at times, and both events were certainly entertaining. Uh, Some might disagree in terms of the truck race, uh, which Martin Truex Jr. really dominated. But at the same time, it was just so much fun seeing both series on the dirt, and especially Cup back for the first time in more than half a century that I just had a blast watching from what I could tell on Twitter. A lot of other people did. So uh, I think it was overall a success. Adam, we all expected Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell to get up and challenge for the win, but they were taken out when, well, Christopher Bell just simply spun out. Were you surprised, Adam, that it was a non-dirt ringer that got the victory instead of the favorites like Larson, Bell, or even Chase Briscoe? Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about that a little bit. I think the truck race swayed me a little in terms of how I thought the cup race was going to go. I mean, you had Ben Rhodes, Rafael Lasard finishing second and third to Truex. They're not dirt racers at all. So it was Chase Briscoe was the highest finishing dirt tracker uh, or one with at least a lot of dirt experience in like fifth. But I'm not really surprised because of that. I think that given how much of a question mark and an unknown this entire weekend was, maybe the cup guys, even the ones without the dirt experience, were able to draw on their experience at Bristol, dirt or no dirt, and that helped them. But it's obviously a big what if as to how Bell and Larson would have done, which is something I'm very interested to see. So I'm looking forward to next year to seeing how how they do in the cup cars with a full race, as long as no problems take them out early on. Adam, last thing here before we let you go, brother. Daniel Suarez and Ricky Stenhouse Jr., well, they both had a chance to pull a massive upset at Bristol, but they had to wind up to finish in the top five. Now, was this their last and or their best shot to make the playoffs in 2021, or are both drivers building towards better opportunities and chances at a potential win in the near future? Um, I don't think it was their last opportunity. They both ran incredibly well, of course, and at least on Ricky's level, I know that he has something to 
that had something to do with his dirt experience. Suarez barely has any, and he won a ton of laps, and I thought he was going to win the race. Uh, Trackhouse has been really solid to start the season, for sure, and I think this is just another strong showing and a big step forward for that team. And I think they're more on the side of building towards better opportunities and could race their way to a win this season. Stenhouse has had his moments this year, but I think he might need a little more luck on his side this season, like maybe a super speed of a win or something like that. I think Suarez, I could see them getting a win on pure speed before the end of the year. Daniel Suarez had zero top tens last year, already has a top five this year alone, and we are only seven races into the season. Adam, thank you so much for the time. Have a very happy birthday, brother. I'm extremely thankful for you and your friendship and the many, many blessings you provide to Stock Car Scoop. And we'll talk with you after the Easter break. All right, I will see you then. Looking forward to an off week. Adam Cheek, associate editor and reporter for FrontStretch.com, joins me every Sunday and every Friday on FrontStretch's Stock Car Scoop. Well, that is it for this edition of FrontStretch's Stock Car Scoop. I am Brian Nolan. You can find me on Twitter at TheBrianOlen, Adam on Twitter at AdamInCheek, and FrontStretch on Twitter at FrontStretch. Also, for all the latest on the dirt race at Bristol, between track and the trucks to up to speed and more, FrontStretch.com has all the latest. From Adam, I am Brian Nolan, and for everybody at FrontStretch, stay healthy, stay safe, continue to social distance, and when in public, wear a mask.